It's time for Rhema for Today. Jesus is the head, we're the body. In that 12th chapter of 1 Corinthians, we read about it. You're the body of Christ and members in particular. If you just read the previous verses, he talks about using the human body as a type of the body of Christ that the eye can't say to the ear, vice versa, you know, I have no need of thee. Everybody can't be a hand, everybody can't be an eye, and everybody can't be an ear. But blessed be God, we can do our part. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, Taking Your Place. About 1939, I was pastor of a little church. Folks from here, Paul Hinton's here from that church. Well, our pianist, Sister Ratliff, had a tumor, make a long story short, on her left lung. Larger than a man's fist. She's taking treatments, it's supposed to shrink it. If it doesn't, the next thing's an operation. But 1939, those operations weren't very successful. Less than 50% of them survived. And so I'm preaching one Sunday morning and I just dismissed, I had just said 10 minutes after 12, unless God was moving. I always dismiss people around 12. They know you stand all day. That's an entirely different thing if the Spirit of God's in manifestation. And so I said, it's 10 minutes after 12, everybody stand, we'll be dismissed. And I started my benediction. When to me it was just as real, it's my first experience in 1930, just as real as somebody standing behind me. And I recognize it as the voice of Jesus, which is the Holy Ghost. The head of the church said, there's a woman here I want to heal before you go today. Well, without thinking, I just spoke that out. I said, the Lord just said to me, there's a woman here he wants to heal before we go today. And a lady stepped out and started down the aisle over here because we had three sections of seat. On the inside of me, because the Holy Ghost is in there. On the inside. Now, this other was like somebody standing behind you, said. Said, she's not the one. I said, sister, you're not the one he's talking about, but you come on. We'll lay hands on you because healing belongs to you. Then Sister Ratner stood up and started down the aisle. And on the inside of me, the Spirit of God said, she's the one. I said, you're the one. And she was instantly healed. How do you know? Well, she went right back to the same doctors, took x-rays, never could find it. Never could find it. Disappeared. But now wait just a minute. There's more to it. You've heard me tell that part, but there's more to it than that. Her daughter... Dorothy, they were just 16 years of age at that time. She very often would, after she'd take these treatments, where she didn't feel well and didn't come maybe Wednesday night, and Dorothy would come and play the piano. And so on this Thursday that she went to take treatments, she'd go Tuesdays and Thursday to the medical arts building in the larger city. And so on this particular Thursday when she went, Dorothy fasted and prayed all day long. See, the whole body works together. Some people said, isn't that marvelous how God used Brother Hagin and that woman was healed of that tumor that disappeared, the doctors himself. But you know, it all came about because that girl fasted and prayed all day for her mother. Amen. Now you got your Bibles there? Oh yeah, yeah, thank you, Lord. 
You got your Bibles there? Turn your op open to the Acts of the Apostles and we'll show you the parallel to it. Turn to the Acts of the Apostles. We were there in the third chapter a moment ago about this man that was healed. The gate called Beautiful. We go over into the fourth chapter. And you see, uh, Peter and John were arrested. And they were taken into question and they were threatened and commanded to preach and to teach no more in the name of Jesus. Now look into that fourth chapter and get down there. What is it, about 19th verse somewhere along in there? It says, and being let go, they went into their own company. I don't know about you, but I like the company I run with. Hallelujah. Down there about the 23rd verse it is, I think. I don't know about you, but when you get in trouble, thank God we need one another. I said we need one another. They went into their own company. And they, their own company, lifted up their voice to God in prayer. Hallelujah. Well, now, we'll not go through the prayer, but there's some things we should learn here that would help us immeasurably. But notice how they concluded their prayer. Grant to thy servants that they may speak thy word with boldness by stretching forth thine hand to heal, and that signs and wonders shall be wrought in the name of thy holy child Jesus. Now read the next verse. And the place was shaken where they were assembled. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Well, I thought this bunch just got through filled with the Holy Ghost back there in the second chapter of Acts. Thank God there's one original baptism of the Holy Ghost, but there are many refillings. That's what's wrong with some of you folks. You need to be refilled. Amen. Now then, go on reading into the fifth chapter and see the answer to their prayer. Now they prayed that he would stretch forth his hand. Is he going to stretch his hand down from heaven? Jesus literally with his resurrected flesh and bone, physical body, is at the right hand of the Father. Is he going to reach all the way down from heaven and lay his hand on somebody? No. I said, no. Where are your hands? They're members of your body, aren't they? I said, aren't they? Jesus is the head, we're the body. In that 12th chapter of 1 Corinthians, we read about it. You're the body of Christ and members in particular. If you just read the previous verses, he talks about using the human body as a type of the body of Christ that the eye can't say to the ear, vice versa, you know, I have no need of thee. Everybody can't be a hand, everybody can't be an eye, and everybody can't be an ear. But blessed be God, we can do our part. These folks all prayed, and God answered their prayer and stretched forth his hand. And his hand, in this case, read that fifth chapter of Acts now. And his hand happened to be the shadow of Peter. And as many as his shadow fell upon, they were healed. And they gathered the sick around and brought them into Jerusalem and laid them out on the street. If by any means the shadow of Peter 
might fall upon them. And as many as his shadow fell upon, they were healed, everyone. But see, that came about because that body of believers prayed. It didn't come about just because Peter is an apostle. Are you listening to me? I said, are you listening to me? Amen. I heard a number of years ago in the Assemblies of God minister. In fact, he had just retired from pastoring. He's still preaching. But I heard him say from a platform similar to this, that the church that he had just left, he built it. That is, he pioneered the work. He went to that little city. No full gospel church was there. See, he said this years ago. And so if you'd, it put him on back there somewhere, I suppose, in the 20s. Further back maybe than that. And he pioneered this work, built a church, and pastored the full gospel church for 35 years. And he had three or 400 people, which was big in those days for a Pentecostal, a full gospel church. But he made this statement from a platform similar. He said, in 35 years, we never did have one member of our congregation who was middle-aged, who was young, or a baby, or a young person die. The only people that died in 35 years were simply God ministers. Were folks, elderly, who had lived their life out. See, God didn't say we weren't going to live down here forever, you know. He didn't say that. God said to Israel, you walk my statutes, keep my commandments, I'll take sickness away from the midst of you, and your number of your days you'll fulfill. Well, we've got a better covenant than they had, established on better promises. We expect the same thing. Well, now, how did you accomplish that? Of course, he taught the word, but he said he's talking about his congregation. He said, if a member of our congregation became sick. Now, again, he said, we had no organized prayer. Now, I think another thing, of course, it's all right for people. You understand that to understand it, you need to come pray and so on and so forth. But sometimes it's all organization and no spirit. It's all works. Are you listening to me? We had no organized prayer. In other words, we don't have a prayer chain that's going. Might be all right. I don't know. I never had one in the church I pastored. And in 12 years of pastoral work, never did bear one church member. And you know, I'm not minimizing prayer. You understand that. But he said, if a member of our congregation became ill, Immediately, someone would tell someone else. And see, he's back there in the days when people didn't have telephones like they do now. Because telephones then was a luxury. Now it's a necessity. But by word of mouth, it would spread. And nobody told people, but they would just automatically start coming to the church to pray. And members of the church, he said, would stay there in the church around the altar praying. Not because somebody organized it. Not because somebody told them. But because they were led by the Spirit. That makes a big difference. And they'd pray right around the clock. And he said, as a usual thing, whoever it was would always be healed within 24 hours. Nobody ever failed to be healed beyond three days. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the two CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Our Rights in Christ. 
Also in this package is Lynette Hagen's book, Seed Thought Devotional. Lastly, Kenneth E. Hagen's book entitled, Five Hindrances to Growth in Grace. All this for the special radio price of $25. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, honey, Sunday, May the 7th, yeah. what is going to happen? It's International Rhema Day. That's right. That's when people all over the world pray for Rhema. Yes. The 280-something campuses that we have around the world. Yes. And then it then people send in an offering of whatever they can mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For, for Rhema, to keep Rhema going all over the world and tell others about That's right. About us. That's okay? right. So we want to thank you for getting involved in International Rhema Day. People are involved, churches are involved, businesses are involved. That's right. People that want to keep the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ going around the world That's are right. getting involved. And you can go to rhema.org slash IRD right now and get involved. You know, we have so many good testimonies of how people all over the world yes. are getting born again. Right. And actually coming to the Rama schools that we have right. uh, overseas, and uh, it's just wonderful. Oh, and is. going into the ministry, many of them are going oh, and starting in, churches. Yeah, starting many, churches. Many places in the world. Monday, we'll continue this powerful teaching from Kenneth E. Hagen. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.